in case you missed it on Newsbreak. COVID has really sort of caused economic devastation the world over, and particularly here in South Africa. So we've seen, you know, the unemployment rate peak recently, and, you know, youth unemployment does not look good at all in South Africa. But one thing that has been a result of the pandemic has been the shift to remote work. And with our unemployment woes, um, you know, one method of resolving that is to create economic growth within the country. But with crypto assets and blockchain, the sector is just growing at a rapid pace. And that, you know, includes the demand for jobs in the sector. And those jobs, you know, a lot of people tend to think that they're technical, but within companies, you've got lawyers, you've got graphic designers, you've got web developers, you've got mobile application developers. And the great thing about Africa is we have so much young potential that can service this global need for labor. Crypto-related investments are not entirely regulated, so how can one protect themselves against any cryptocurrency scam or even Ponzi scheme? You know, unfortunately, being such a new and exciting sector, um, there's a lot of bad actors in the space who tend to use this potential and this new excitement and people's lack of understanding to sort of conduct these, these pyramid schemes, these Ponzi schemes. And, you know, unfortunately, it, it's quite commonplace across the world. So I think the first thing users need to do before they throw their money into the sector is just do a little bit of education and do a little bit of research yourself. And number two is keep an eye out for the red flags. So if you see a guarantee of return, generally if you see some sort of celebrity involvement, um, or if you have to send your cryptocurrency to someone else, um, those are some of the red flags to watch out for in the market. And I think an important thing for people to understand is when you send money to somebody else in the traditional system, you can find the bank and tell them, you know, I've been scammed, etc. But an important thing to remember with digital assets is there's no customer service, so to speak. There's no central party. So once you send your assets to somebody, there's no one that can reverse that for you. And there's also a number of free communities you can join within South Africa. Um, you know, it's much better to ask 100 questions before putting your money somewhere than asking one question afterwards. Government has put a major focus on 4IR. How can they realize the potential in this sector and spur its growth? Blockchain has been publicly stated as one of those core pillars and that will really be a part of the 4IR strategy. And recently, I must say, we've got some really brilliant news in the sector. But we also have a number of industry bodies, you know, such as the South African National Blockchain Association, the Crypto Assets Regulatory Working Group, that I think we're doing some amazing work prior to all of the COVID disruptions. I think kicking off um, or accelerating those Industry engagement, once again, especially with those two bodies, um, will really allow us to put some tangible steps on the table and achieve some results over the next year or two. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.